Nurses, the governor of New York State recently signed a bill mandating the BSN as the new entry-level degree for New York's nurses. This is a legislative sea change for our profession. So let's talk about how this New York law could impact your nursing career right here on episode 141 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone. What's up? And welcome to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. Whether you're listening for the first time or you've been tuning in for months or years, this podcast is all about you and your nursing career. And I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of podcasters over at PulseMediaNetwork.com along with RNFM Radio, Your Next Shift, the Gluten-Free RN, and the Introvert Biz Growth Podcast. And I want to remind you that you can help other people find this show by leaving a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. If you would do that for me, I'd be greatly appreciative. Shoot me an email, let me know you did it, and I will read your review and thank you on air. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, please hop over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 141. That's nursekeith.com forward slash episode 141. Anyway, I am happy that you're here as always. I'm actually thrilled that you're here and I want to really jump into today's topic. So come on to the studio with me and let's get started. So folks, on Tuesday, January 2nd, 2018, I posted my first blog post for the year, and it was in reaction to the news that Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York State signed legislation into law on December 19th, 2017, called the BSN in 10. And the intent of that legislation is to make sure that most every nurse in New York State has a bachelor's degree. This is widely controversial. It is definitely up for discussion right now because of this legislation signed into law by Governor Cuomo. And we can see that in terms of the BSN requirement, the tide is turning and this is a massive sea change that is inexorably underway for our profession, whether we like it or not. I really want to talk about that today because it is going to impact pretty much everyone over time, so we definitely need to be aware of how it could impact each of us. So a lot of us remember the Institute of Medicine's Future of Nursing report that called for 80% of nurses to be bachelors prepared by 2020. We're obviously not going to make that 80% mark by 2020. However, the movement in that direction is definitely happening, and what occurred in New York State at the end of 2017 is definitely pushing us in that direction. So the Institute of Medicine Future of Nursing report talked about how multiple studies have demonstrated that infection rates and patient mortality decrease relatively significantly when the percentage of bachelor's prepared nurses on any given unit is increased. Many people have argued against these findings and said that they're skewed. However, those findings have been used to advance the cause of the BSN as the entry level for our profession, and they are still being touted and put forth as very good reason for making the BSN the entry level degree 
for those who want to enter our profession. We are also aware that because of the future of nursing report and many other factors at play, especially here in the United States right now in the early 21st century, that magnet hospitals and even many non-magnet hospitals are now no longer hiring nurses who don't have a bachelor's degree. So like I've been saying all along for the last few years, doors are closing for those nurses who have associate degrees. Now, I don't want to be the one to cast aspersions on associate prepared nurses because I was once an associate prepared nurse and my program was excellent. I had great clinical and non-clinical training in that program. I felt very well prepared for the profession and worked for three or four years with an associates before I went back for my BSN. Even at that time, back around 2000, 2001, I was aware that having a BSN could potentially earn me more money sometimes, not necessarily as many of you know, but that it could also afford me more possibilities for teaching and doing other types of work that required a bachelor's degree. So I went for it very early in my career because I thought it would benefit me and it actually has benefited me over time. So in light of the Institute of Medicine, Having an ongoing partnership with Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, the AARP, as well as the American Nurses Association and other organizations who influence medicine and healthcare and the nursing profession, these initiatives to make the BSN a requirement have really gained traction since the dawn of the 21st century. And I actually just became aware, based on a post on my Facebook page, that the ANA actually recommended the BSN as the entry-level degree for nurses back in 1964. So this is not a new argument. This is not a new conversation, but it is an ongoing conversation and is still controversial in 2018, which amazes me and doesn't amaze me at the same time. So when we look at New York State, let's break this down a little bit. There's just below 300,000 nurses in that state. And since there are about 3.2 or 3.3 million nurses in the entire United States, that means that Governor Cuomo's decision impacts just under 10% of the profession of nurses in the United States, which is pretty amazing. And I want to look at this legislation a little more deeply. I've been reading as many articles as I can to try to glean as much as possible so that I can communicate it to you and let you know what I think and what I'm learning. The first part of the legislation is that they have formed a commission in New York State to assess barriers to obtaining a baccalaureate education for nurses. And they also want to look at the barriers for existing nurses getting a bachelor's degree. That commission has 12 months to submit its findings to the governor, so in December of 2018, that document should go public, and we should be able to find out what they discovered by looking at the barriers to obtaining a bachelor's degree for nurses in New York State. Many of those barriers could probably be extrapolated to other states, but that remains to be seen until we can see their findings. Now, in terms of nurses in New York State who currently hold a license as an RN, including those who have a New York license but don't live in New York State, those nurses will not be 
required to earn a bachelor's degree. They are not going to be required to go back to school. So that should quell some of the fears of some of the nurses out there that they're not going to be forced to go back to school, take on debt, etc., and disrupt their lives to have to get another degree. They will be grandfathered in. Other people who will be grandfathered in include those students who are currently in an associate degree nursing program as we speak. So anyone in an ADN program right now, you will also be grandfathered in in New York State and not be forced to get a BSN. If you're even on a waiting list for a nursing school in New York State, you will also be grandfathered in. So that's good news for the folks who are currently in school, waiting to get into school, or who are currently working as associate educated nurses in the Empire State. If you live in another state and you are, say, becoming a nurse in 2018 or 2019 or 2020 or any time thereafter, if you choose to move to New York State and apply for a nursing license by reciprocity, you will be required to earn a BSN within 10 years of when you earned your original associate degree in another state. So for example, if you live in California and you get your associate degree in 2020, for instance, and you move to New York State in 2025, you will have till 2030 to earn your bachelor's degree or your license will be put on hold until you get your bachelor's degree. So if you're planning at any time in the future to move to New York State and you are becoming a nurse anytime after 2018, or including in 2018, you'd better do your homework and make sure you know what you're going to need to do to be able to practice in New York. So the reactions to this legislation, as you can imagine, are wide-ranging. Lots of people are chiming in online saying that this is a really great thing for the profession because some people argue that doctors obviously have doctoral degrees, as do new physical therapists now that is now required of PTs, and nurses with associate degrees in hospitals especially, are often the least educated professionals in the room, even though they provide the lion's share of the direct patient care. So in terms of our professionalization, in terms of our standing with our peers, in terms of respect, etc., many people are pushing for the fact that having nurses with at least a bachelor's degree puts us on a little better footing with our colleagues who have master's and doctoral degrees. So we could argue that till the cows come home, but that is one of the arguments being made for this, that we need to be brought up to the same level or a reasonably similar level to our other healthcare colleagues, and I can understand that. The American Association of Colleges of Nursing, the AACN, they have been very much in favor of the BSN being the entry-level degree for nursing practice for a long time. They published a paper entitled The Baccalaureate Degree as Entry-Level Preparation for Nursing Practice. There's a link in my blog post and also a link in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 141. And they said that the American Association of Colleges of Nursing strongly believes that registered nurses should be minimally prepared with the Bachelor of Science in Nursing or Equivalent Nursing degree. That draft statement was open to public comments until December 20th, 2017, there will be a vote on that draft in March of 2018 to determine if that organization will accept the final draft and adopt that as their official position. 
Meanwhile, we have the American Association of Community Colleges, the Association of Community College Trustees, and the Organization for Associate Degree Nursing all arguing vehemently against changing the entry-level degree from ADN to BSN. So we have a lot of powerful players arguing about this in public. It sounds like the associate degree side of the argument is losing, especially with this New York State legislation just being signed into law by Governor Cuomo. And I say it's losing because with New York State going in this direction, we can assume that other states who've been thinking about this or toying with it or have had pending legislation that's been brought up for debate We can assume that other states and legislatures and governors are going to feel empowered, they're going to feel emboldened, and they're going to hop on the bandwagon with New York State and start pushing these legislative efforts forward. Now, I will say this. In New York State, it took 14 years to get this to the governor's desk and have him sign it. It is a long slog. So for those states where these conversations have barely begun, we can assume that it's going to be a pretty long road to get to the point where it's signed into law. However, the pressure will be building, and some of these legislative efforts might move forward more quickly than that in New York State. Looking back at 1964, when the ANA recommended the BSN as the entry level, we can see that this conversation is decades long, but I can assume, or we can assume, that in the coming five to ten years, let's say between 2018 and, I don't know, 2030 or 2040, a lot of the states are probably going to pop. And we all need to be prepared for the outcome so that we're not left out in the cold or not left in the lurch when there's a legislative switch and some of us need to go back to school or some of us need to change our educational pathway in order to fulfill the requirements of our state where we live. So we don't really know how other professionals are going to react to this. We don't know how, you know, we'll measure up with speech language pathologists and PTs and OTs and social workers who all have their master's degrees. We don't know how this will change nurses' relationships with those colleagues with boots on the ground. I don't really know if those relationships will change significantly, but over time, we'll have to measure perhaps the levels of respect that nurses receive. We'll have to measure the income, if there's any income change for nurses' earnings over the years with a bachelor's degree rather than an associate's. I know a lot of you out there complain to me and complain to others that getting a bachelor's degree doesn't really earn you more money. Some associate degree nurses also say that they earn less money when they get a bachelor's degree after they've done their associates. I haven't seen that myself, but I don't doubt the veracity of what these folks have shared with me and shared online. And we're going to have to really start pushing for higher wages and higher remuneration because we're worth it, because we're the backbone of the healthcare infrastructure. And if they're going to be requiring nurses to get higher degrees, then the hospitals are going to need to pony up and pay us more. Some of you may be laughing at that statement saying that, well, that's not going to happen. But we'll have to wait and see, and nurses are going to have to raise their voices and demand higher pay so that we are remunerated for the higher education that we're seeking. So the impact here is going to be far and wide. It's going to be deep. 
and it's going to be vary depending on where you live. So if you're not living in New York State, you don't have anything to worry about right now. But you're going to want to watch your legislature. You might actually want to speak with your legislators in your state, see what they're thinking. Also, talk to your state nursing association to see what their position is on making the BSN the entry level requirement for the profession. See what your state association is talking about. See if it's even up for discussion, and see if they are lobbying in favor or against any movement in this direction. And this is how you could get legislatively involved on one side of this argument or another if you have strong feelings about it. Aside from watching your state legislature, talking to your legislators, talking with your nursing organization in your state, the other thing you can do is talk to other nurses, find out their opinions, find out why they have chosen to get a bachelor's or not get a bachelor's degree. And if you currently have an associate's, start really reading the writing on the wall. This is the first really big, bold writing on the wall about the BSN requirement. And you're going to want to do your due diligence to know what the future holds for you professionally. So let's say that you live in New York State and you've been grandfathered in and you're not being forced to get a bachelor's degree. That is all well and good. However, as more and more new nurses with bachelor's degrees flood the job market in New York State, one of my concerns for those of you who don't have a BSN is that you might be eventually frozen out of the job market as the hospitals and the other employers fall all over themselves to populate their nursing staff with all BSN prepared nurses. I'm not saying that you're not as good a clinician as the BSNs, but we have to look at the reality that a lot of facilities are going to jump on that bandwagon and are going to start requiring their nurses to have a bachelor's degree. If you have an employer who will pay for you to get your bachelor's degree, I would suggest that you seriously consider the offer and just go for it. Put your nose to the grindstone. I know you're all busy and you have families and children and responsibilities and full-time work, etc. But if you can get reimbursed for your bachelor's, why not? Go for it and open more doors. Make more possibilities available to you in your career over time rather than staying with the ADN and possibly be frozen out of certain jobs that you would like to pursue. If you are looking at entering the profession, I have been telling a lot of my clients and the people who come to me for advice, I have been recommending that they consider going straight through to a BSN because that's where a lot of the hospitals are heading. And if they want acute care jobs out of school, having the bachelor's degree will stand them in good stead. Now, some of you will argue that a four-year bachelor's program will not give you the same level of clinical experience that an ADN program would. And if you feel very strongly about that and you're heading into nursing school, one thing you can do is go ahead and get your associate degree and then go back to school after several years of working in the field and get your BSN. So you can get that associate degree clinical training that many of us highly value and treasure, get some experience, boots on the ground as a working professional nurse, and then go for an online RN to BSN program and get your BSN so that you can have more doors open to you, more windows of opportunity for employment 
and upward mobility within the profession and within the healthcare industry writ large. There are many reasons to go for the BSN, and I understand those of you arguing against it, but with this massive sea change underway, it really is the writing on the wall, and I recommend that those of you who are coming into the profession think very clearly about the choices you're going to make, and remember that if you go and get an ADN, it's not that hard to go back and get your BSN if you really want to do it. And if you have a workplace that's willing to pay for you to get your BSN, all the better. So definitely do your due diligence, know what the job market is in the place where you live and work now, or where you think you may want to live and work in the near or distant future, and make sure you make an educational choice that's going to give you the most opportunities possible for you to choose from in terms of your professional development and your career as a nurse. Now, over on my Facebook page, Nurse Keith Coaching, I posted the article from Nurse.com talking about Governor Cuomo signing this legislation into law. And there was very interesting discussions and many, many comments and lots of shares of that post because this subject really hits a nerve. And some people talked about the hostility that BSNs suffer at the hands of nurses with ADNs and LPN certificates. I have heard of that before. There is bullying that happens in every direction within the nursing profession. And I've heard that many BSNs feel that they're behind the eight ball in the workplace because the ADNs and LPNs kind of freeze them out and don't appreciate that they've gone for their BSN because they don't feel that the bachelor's prepared nurses are truly prepared for clinical practice. So there can be a lot of hostility back and forth there. Someone else on my Facebook page talked about how we need to differentiate between basic technical nurses, BTNs, with those of us who have more education. And technical nursing, yes, LPNs are considered technical or practical nurses, and ADNs are sometimes considered technical nurses as well. And there are varying opinions in terms of whether that basic technical nursing education is enough, or if the bachelor's education really adds anything to a nurse's toolbox. I personally believe that the education in management, leadership, theory, and community nursing is highly valuable, that education that we receive in a bachelor's program. Others cast aspersions on that education and feel that it really doesn't hold much value in the real world. Someone else on my Facebook page shared that this New York legislation is really ivory tower legislation and that it will be revoked when a big nursing shortage hits New York State. Now, I can understand that statement because if we scare certain people away from nursing education because of the BSN requirement, that could also add to our shortage. But we could argue at the same time that the more nurses who have bachelor's degrees, the more might choose to go on and get their MSN in education and become nursing professors. And we know that one of the causes of this looming nursing shortage is that there are not enough professors out there who can train our nurses in nursing schools and get them ready for the real world. There are lots of divergent opinions out there. I would love to hear what you think about this because this is a really important and timely issue in the 21st century. And from my perspective, there's no turning back that with this New York state legislation, other states are going to hop on the bandwagon. The movement is gaining more and more momentum. 
there is more and more power, especially legislatively, behind this BSN movement. And I think that over time, we're going to see this really take hold. Some of you may not like to hear that, but I'm not really sharing an opinion one way or another, other than to say that I think this is happening and I think it's going to continue to happen and we need to be prepared and we need to make intelligent decisions about what we actually want to do with our careers based on the reality on the ground. We can argue about this. We can debate it. I think it's a healthy debate. But at the same time, we can't argue that it's actually happening. It's happening to us and our nursing brethren, our nursing sisters and brothers. And we're going to have to support each other because this is going to keep spreading. And this ADN-BSN split is going to become more divergent. And we're going to have to really look deeply at what we want in our careers and what we need in order to get there. So in the end, in the final analysis, I have mixed feelings about the government legislating what type of education we need to get. I definitely have a problem with it, but I also appreciate the data that has led to these decisions being made. I appreciate the studies that the Institute of Medicine have done. I appreciate the work that the American Nurses Association has done. And I also appreciate the associate degree colleges, the junior colleges and community colleges that really feel like this is going to hurt their bottom line in a big way and possibly detract from people applying to their nursing programs. And this could cause a problem in terms of a shortage of nurses being churned out from schools. We're going to really need to keep our finger on the pulse of what's happening with this educational nursing debate and make our voices heard talk to our legislators, talk to each other, talk to our boards of nursing and our nursing associations, and keep the conversation going because it's an important conversation to have. It's a timely debate. I recommend that you get involved, and I recommend that you educate yourself so that you can talk intelligently about this with the people who have a differing opinion from you because those opinions can be changed, and it's also important just to be able to share openly what you're thinking, how it's impacting you and your colleagues, so that you can also share it with people in power like legislators and nursing leaders and nursing educators. Because in the end, if this is going to be a legislative movement around the country, we need to be able to speak to our legislators and our leaders and tell them why or why not this is a good idea. So folks, this is a historical moment for a profession, and I hope that this episode gets you thinking about it. If you have your ADN, it's definitely something to think about. If you already have your BSN, good for you. It's not going to be a worry for you. And you may want to talk to your colleagues about it to see what they're thinking. I hope that you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. I want you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and your career development, whether that's getting a BSN or not. Whatever you do out there, make sure you're doing something every day, every week, every month, every year to move your career forward. Please make note that I am now on Facebook Live every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern. Join me for a live conversation every Wednesday morning. I also go live at other spontaneous times throughout the week. So change your settings at Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook so that you'll be notified every time I go live. 
so you can join the conversation. And please note that those videos are all archived on my Facebook page at Nurse Keith Coaching for you to watch and listen to anytime you like. Did you know that you could become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show? That's right. You can join listeners Christine Robertson, Scott Sullivan, Bradley Sandoval, and Wendy Davidson, among others, to become patrons and give just a little bit to The Nurse Keith Show every month to show your gratitude and support for the value you receive in this podcast. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith to see how you can become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, get some prizes in return for your generosity, and support this show reaching more and more people out there in the world. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com, and social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappiespeason. My hat's off, as usual, to Tim and Mark for helping me so much getting the show off the ground and keeping it flying. I really appreciate their help. Please consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. You can leave me a voicemail from the bright pink banner on the left side of the homepage if you'd like to leave me a message. And make sure you check out the Pulse Media Network at pulsemedianetwork.com. Folks, I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and inspired than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, create success, seek joy, and keep in touch. This is Nurse Keith signing off from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Adios till next time. <laughs>